resisting! Stop resisting, Internet! I'm not resisting! Hey, Dale. Hey, hey, Dare. Hey, Internet. How's it going, Internet? Uh, welcome to episode 91 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm Derek Bowen. I'm Dale DeRuder. You want, you want to get right, raw into it. Let's get raw into raw it. Raw into the thick of it. Why are we talking in these British accents other than the reason we are incredibly good at British accents, Dale? Relax your arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we just watched the video of... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Should we go back? Set the stage. Okay. President, U.S. President. Donald Trump is unliked in the U.K. city of London. I mean, he's unliked everywhere. I know, but this happened in London, so I was just opening it with that. Uh, so Trump is doing a three-day... Well, it's got to be done by now, right? I think so. He's done his visit to the UK. Yeah. Uh, Jolly old England! Uh, and yeah, it's basically just been uh, as much as a clusterfuck as you could have imagined when you heard that Trump was going to the UK. Well, he met the Queen. He did. And she gave him a one of Churchill's books, which is fucking... I mean, I don't read that many books, but if somebody was like, this book was owned by Winston Churchill, I'd be like, holy fuck, I'm going to tell women that I own a book by jo- <laughs> yeah, with Winston exactly Churchill. It. And then I would put it on a shelf, and anytime I met someone, I'd be like, hey, did you know I own a book that used to belong to Winston Churchill? You could just stop it. Did you know I own a book? Well, I own... Currently, I own seven books. Ladies, get a load of this guy. Owns multiple books. Yeah. Because as soon as I read them, I just donate them. Do you? I can't. See, I can't do that, man. I like, I'm a book hoarder for sure. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because I just, every time I move, you've helped me move many times. Yeah. And the heaviest things I own are these fucking monster boxes of books. That I haven't read in like seven or eight years. I just like buy them and keep them. Yeah. And now I'm living in this apartment that I moved into like nine or ten months ago. And I still haven't bought bookshelves. So I have like eight boxes of books in storage that were the heaviest fucking things that we had to move in here. Sorry about that, too. Yeah. See, I have sort of the same problem, but mine's digital. Like every digital photo I've taken, I still have on this. It's, it's not heavy. Oh, I have to carry a fucking two ounce portable hard drive when I move. I mean, That's it was. Awful. It used to be harder because big par- hard drives have only been a recent thing. Like, I have a milk crate full of burnt CDs that are just my photos. What for real? Yeah, you should probably move those too. Although, it's, like in terms of longevity, what yeah. what'll last longer, a CD or wait? Do you even have a CD-ROM on yeah. your computer anymore? Yeah, I do. Impressive. Well, I have two. I have my desktop computer, which is like ten years old, and then I have a laptop, which is three years old. And I bought the laptop because I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna replace my desktop, and then I'll be like cool guy who could just work from anywhere, or do anything." And then I was like, "Oh, I have all these design programs and Photoshop and stuff on my desktop, and I don't really want to pay for another licensing." And so. do you have a CD-ROM on your laptop as well? Yeah, I'm looking I at do. it. I do. And do you know what's in there currently? Where's the open button? What's in there currently is a Qigong video. Oh, it was going to be like women in song? <laughs> <laughs> no, women in Qigong because Andrea does Qigong. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, blame, her your, girl, blame your girlfriend. 
doesn't have a CD-ROM. No, most laptops do not have that yeah, anymore. Uh, sorry. Now my, oh, now it's going to fire up? Yeah, now Let's my see what it's all Qigong about. video for women. What is Qigong? Qigong is pretty much Tai Chi okay. with a different name with a, some subtle differences. It's all about like moving your energy and shit. And it's, it's like super low impact for old people. But it's good because, look, it's... This is the most Andrea thing I could possibly yeah, imagine. It's good for the same thing <laughs> yoga is good for because you don't think about, like, sometimes parts of your body don't get enough movement because... Fre- frequently. Yeah, whatever you do during the day, you have, like, the same repetitive movements in and out. So it's like, it's all like big arms, like, doing circles and stuff. And I don't really believe in the energy thing because it's like Mm -hmm. take energy in and then push it down to the earth and then take it from the sun and then push it down to the earth. And I'm like not going to push the energy down to the earth. I'm just going to keep it all. Why Why would I give the earth earth energy? The earth needs it right now, man. Climate change. Climate change. See. The the planet. Uh, This is the same thing with pretty much everything. I don't really believe in it, but – just in case. Just in case I could get superpowers from it. Yeah. I'm going to believe in it a little bit. Just like Jesus. Well, like, that's exactly why I like. It's like. Instead of just being like, I'm an atheist. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Just in case. What, what's Gotta the one where you bets. don't know? Uh, agnostic. Yeah. I'm agnostic. Not because I believe or don't believe. But if he is real, he had magic powers. What if God gives me magic powers? Like. Because if you're going to be a Christian, now's the time. Because Old Testament God was kind of a jerk. He's like, here's the te- here's the Ten Commandments that you're not supposed to do, but I'll do them all to you on a regular basis. Now, New Age God's all like, I'm not really a corporal being. I'm just the energy that's in everything all at once. And here's my son with magic powers. And play your cards right. Maybe you'll get magic powers. So here's the thing about Jesus. Yeah. Is that he didn't have magic powers. You don't hear about like young Jesus doing magic shit. He had like an adult onset magic powers. Oh, do you think it was like a puberty thing? Well, so I'm thinking like, so it's not like, yeah, kind of like Clark Kent and Superman. Like they didn't know he had superpowers as a boy. Did they? Yeah. Oh, never mind. They just taught him to keep it secret. And that's why he has a secret identity because his parents were like, we don't have powers. If you fuck around and people get mad at you, they'll kill us. They didn't really say that, but I guess it's implied. But do you think – okay, back to the Jesus. Do you think it, maybe it's like schizophrenia where when he was like 22, he just like – Started hearing voices in yeah, his head from and just his went like, divine <clears throat> father? Didn't go nuts, but like, dude, what if those voices are actually God and you're just like – Getting a little. What if schizophrenics? I think this is what have the touch of Jesus. Every I think you're validating a lots of uh, a lot of schizophrenic uh, delusions. Oh yeah, because they're always that. like, yeah, God told me to kill people. Although and we could, like, Old Testament God would have told you to kill people. New Testament God wouldn't. New Testament God was very much like the san- the corporate sanitized version. Yeah, of God. he was. He was all like. like Yo, 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 yo. We got to live nicely together. No more wrath. No more fucking cutting hands off. No more stoning people. We're just going to like 
makes that's why it's like whenever uh christian is like islam is the religion of violence it's like motherfucker did you read the bible before some guy got a hold of it and was like we need to make this more marketable to people because like it was the exact same (laughs) shit like yeah we need to make this safer for families yeah like old testament like that one part where it's like this one girl's like okay run away from here we're gonna smite these people for you but if you look don't look back when you're riding away. I can't remember her name. Uh, jo- no, wasn't that the Job? Uh, no. Job was the guy who looked back. No, Job was the guy. The pillar of, he turned into a pillar of salt. No, his wife he turned back. into a pillar of salt. Because Job wife? was, fuck, why Job, did I not pay more attention? Job was the guy who just got fucked repeatedly. And then God was like, I'm just testing you. Or he didn't even right. tell him. The devil was like, yo, God, that guy loves you. And God's like, yeah, he loves me all so much. And the devil's like, how much? And God's like, tons. And then the devil's like, give him a little bit of strife. And then God's like, all right, I'll just fucking kill all the sheep, his whole family. Now he doesn't have anything. Now he's wandering shoeless. And then he still loved God. And that's why we call jobs job or Job is spelt job because that's what it's like. God testing us. I don't think that part it feels like you're editorializing a bit like, there. When you go to work, it doesn't feel like your whole life like is you're dying. Being tested by God. <laughs> yeah. Like every time I go to work, it feels like my family just got murdered yeah, yeah, and yeah. my sheep were taken. It's from like me. the devil was like, "Yo, these people who are cool, why don't you make them suffer and see if they still like you?" Jesus Christ! Exactly. <laughs> hey, how the fuck? Do you want to get back on the Trump thing? Because we haven't even I, talked about the balloon I was just going to say, how did we get... Oh, it's because the CD oh, drive. Tangent factory. Wow. <laughs> Here wow. we go. Uh, hey, Trump, London. Oh, yeah. So, the thing we were talking about, the lady getting... Okay, so, I guess we still haven't set the scene yet. There's this blow-up doll of Trump dressed as a baby wearing a diaper it was like a, a cell phone. Cell phone. Blimp? Balloon? It yeah. was something. I don't know. It didn't look big enough to be a blimp. Is there a sp- size limit for something to be a blimp, or is it the shape of it that makes it a blimp? That's a great question that I do not know the answer to, Dale. Anyways, we'll just say balloon, because that's easy. So there's so uh, Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London, actually permitted this balloon to be flown over London while Trump was coming. Because what did Trump? Which call I him? don't know why you would need a permit per se, because it's not like it was. Um, what, what's uh, obscene in any way? I like, think it's, it's just like it's more for airspace, like because they wouldn't let you to be in the airspace because it's like a high security thing. So they're oh. scared of like people doing bad shit to it. So. Um, yeah, Sadiq Khan was like, yeah, go fly that shit because Trump called, what did Trump call him again? You just told me and I forgot. Uh, uh like a, I don't know, just a fucking very Trumpy, it's like, like a, a giant stone cold loser. Stone cold loser. Yeah. Something like that. Great bird. So like everybody was like, you know, if we fly this balloon and Trump sees it, he'll just stop being Trump and become a good president. And then everybody will tell us how good of a job we did for flying this balloon and how we fixed the world. But 
this one lady videotaped herself and they didn't say if she did it with a knife or a sharp object. She, did she it. didn't really show it. So I love this video yeah. because it it's basically like to me it's just like the quintessential Trump supporter video because this yeah. woman is like live streaming herself. She's like, I'm going in, I'm going to do it. And she runs up to the balloon and she actually it's perfect because it, it perfectly sums up Trump supporters yeah. and people who oppose Trump <laughs> because she stabs the balloon and you hear this like anguished squeal from a man somewhere. Unsettling how much pain he felt at the balloon being stabbed. Like it was, it sounded like she stabbed him and it was like his cry of anguish was like surprise, horror, and pain. Like he felt that knife entering his body. Yeah, and now he's like fucking balloon. What have you done, lady? Now Trump's not gonna see this balloon and now he's not gonna change his way. Now he's not gonna know that we think that he's a giant baby in a diaper with yeah. a cell phone. And so she's on video and she stabs him. Or stabs the doll, sorry, or the balloon, and she's like, "Yeah, baby," and then, <laughs> which, which is like very she's good. also Austin Powers. <laughs> nice Austin Powers which callback. I thought worst movie. Every English person hated Austin Powers because as it was they should basically a lampoon on their whole, pretty much life, lives, because he just makes fun of British people in a very like characterized British way. I feel like he was making fun of. British people from a specific era, though. Like, he was very much the, like, a caricature of the... Oh, the 70s British. The 70s British. The 70s British. Whereas they're so much more evolved now. Yeah, they are. The most surprising thing about this video was that it was actually a British woman, because she... Because, like, you read what happened, like, you just read... Without watching the video, you read, and it was like, a woman stabbed the balloon, and then she said... How dare you? Trump is the best U.S. president ever. This is a disgrace. And you're like, well, obviously this is like some transplanted Alabama woman who's just. Yeah, some like MAGA. Over there for whatever reason. But then you watch the video and you're like, wait, there's British people who think Donald Trump. I don't know where. Yeah. Keep in mind the British people. I mean, a majority of them voted for Brexit. And those are Uh, people who would absolutely be Trump supporters uh, stateside. Uh, We'll just say xenophobes to be super nice. Yeah. People who don't like brown people very much. Xenophobes. Yeah. Just like anti-brown. Do you think. People would pay more attention to alien abductions if they weren't the greys, but they were the browns. If they're like a brown alien came and abducted me and probed me and stuck his finger in my butt, the government would be like, wait, what? Well, no. did what? Then they'd just be like, oh, ISIS up to their (laughs) shit again. (laughs) No, I I think that there would be a bigger – yeah, because they're racist because – Gray is just kind of like a different tone of white. Yeah, that's so, true, actually. You're like, I can't tell if what color they are or like, whether to be racist. We don't them. really know their motives. What if they're trying to help us, like, make our genes stronger, like, interbreed us? I don't know. Because they're greys. So they might know what they're doing. <laughs> anyway, this woman walks away from the balloon. She's so proud of herself. <laughs> uh, and then 
uh, she like casually remarks, she's like, oh, I'm bleeding quite badly because she apparently somehow managed to fucking cut herself while stabbing this balloon. My theory is, well, I have two theories. One is she just had a jagged piece of metal in her hand like she was a cartoon character and she just stabbed it. And while she stabbed the balloon, her, um, her hand got all cut up from the plastic. Or did you know? That when people stab each other, one of the big one, a very common thing that happens is your hand slides off the hilt and down the blade. So you actually cut yourself while you're stabbing people. And that's a big reason how the police catch people, because you'll always leave your blood on somebody because as you're stabbing them, the knife gets all goopy and then you cut yourself and then you mix your blood with their blood. Makes sense. That's why you got to get those knives with uh you know, hilts. The, the, thank you, Dale. Yeah, the, hey, the pointy. It's like opposite day because I remembered a word <laughs> and you couldn't. But you know, the, the handle hand stopper. Derek, let's not tell our v- listeners how to kill people better when we right. all know all you have to do is go get one of those chicken boning knives from the cooking store because then it doesn't matter if your hand slips off because you're wearing a chainmail glove. Wait, what? Like those. Those chicken boning gloves, like you hold a glove, you have a glove that's all like little chain mail so you can carve chickens, I guess, by hand if you're like one of those people so you don't cut yourself. How do you know this? I don't. Farm boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then as the woman is walking away and bleeding, uh, she, the woman who just walked up and like used a knife to stab something, uh, gets chased down by police and she's trying to... Not even chased down. So they they, they kind of just, she like <laughs> thought she did the perfect crime and was just like, well, that's that. I better just finish talking to my video. And then a police guy like walks up to her from behind and puts his hand on her shoulder. And then she's all like surprised. She's like, what? <laughs> uh, and then she starts screaming about how she's being assaulted. And then she's not allowing the police officer to put her arm behind her back <laughs> because she's holding her fucking cell phone. And the police officer... Uh, credit to this guy. If this was a black woman, they probably just would, uh, whatever the British version of, like, um, night sticking. Fuck. What's with me and my words today? I don't, they do, um, uh, blackjacking. Thank you. Blackjacking. Um, and so she's not allowing them to put one arm behind her back and she starts screaming about how she's being assaulted. And then she starts screaming about how she's going to sue them. So I think this woman might be at least 50% American. Uh, she just Well, talked. she did say as soon as they touched her, she's like, get your hands off me. I'm disabled. Yeah. And I was like, wait, <laughs> where did that come is from? she or is that just like a loophole? People try to scream now. So the police are like, oh, don't get arrested. Don't I, arrest I, I them. can't touch you because you're obviously disabled. Yeah. My favorite part of this arrest was like, while what Derek was explaining happening was Unlike American police where they just beat you, this one was like, stop resisting. And she's like, I'm not resisting. And he said, relax your arm. And she's like, I'm holding my phone. I'm holding my phone. But just the like, it's like a heated exchange, their physical contact. He's very, like, very British and polite. Relax your arm. <laughs> like, could you please? If it's not too much trouble, I'm trying to arrest you. Could you just go with this for a moment? And then she's like, I don't want to drop my phone. And then she ends up dropping her phone because <laughs> yeah. she gets and, arrested. And then she's like, look what you did to my phone. Yeah, leave my phone. 
it's footage. It's almost it almost feels set up because the phone landed at their feet pointing up. So it's still recording the whole thing. But it's like from the ground up. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, A little too perfect. But yeah, it was like, okay, so Trump supporter gets offended by something. Yeah. Vandalizes it. Walks away thinking that they like did something really good. Yeah. Gets arrested because they actually did something illegal. Yeah. Cries about how they get arrested. Yeah. Turns themselves into a victim. Yeah. To me, that's just like you engage with any Trump supporter online. And I'm talking, I'm not talking about people who are just like, I vote Republican because I endorse conservative policies. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about people who are like the like frothing at the mouth Trump supporters. And that is how every exchange will go down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it they'll, was the perfect. They'll just fucking come in hurling insults. You'll insult them back and they'll be like, oh, how could you do this? Yeah. Oh, so much for the tolerant left. And then they'll. And know. then they're like, oh, I'm disabled. You're the left. You can't attack me now. Uh, on that note, another, can we pivot? Did you have anything else to say about this? Uh, no. I just wanted to say, like, I was just going to say it's a gold mine. Just watch the video because it's a gold mine for just one-liners if you're as insensitive as me and I'm a guessing Derek. So you could just say, like, later, be like, stop resisting. <laughs> I mean, you can just say that. Yeah. Dale, Dale nailed it. Like, that yeah. was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for whatever reason, when you watch an arrest video from America, it's horrifying and you feel guilty inside that somehow you're contributing to making this society that has like weaponized military as a police force. But when it happens in Britain, it's funny and you're chuckling the whole time the video is playing. Yeah, I mean, it was really it was really nice. Maybe we should just hire police officers with British accents. That would so even in the States. Yeah. So that while they were like shooting you with the tear gas canister or, or rubber bullets or, yeah. you know, murdering an unarmed black man. Yeah. They they'd could, at least have a nice. Like, yeah. They could be like charming. Accent. Stop being poor and the underclass. <laughs> That's what you get for being black, I guess. Hey, second class citizen. <laughs> stop where you are. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh about that. No, no, no. Um. On the uh, the note of the uh, rights with or right wingers with a victim complex, uh, Stephen Crowder. Do you know this guy? Mm. He's like a YouTube personality. I heard the name. Dipshit. Uh, fucking louder with Crowder is his was his YouTube <laughs> show. Uh, I get it. Right. That's a good dad pun. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, he was uh, so there. <laughs> so he had a lot of. Uh, Videos with like inflammatory statements about the gays. Um, Can't do that. And just minorities in general. And Can't do that. YouTube, because they're a fucking garbage pile on the internet and all they care about is getting as many site visitors as possible. Um, they had some of this shit brought to their attention. Uh, like some of the statements he'd made in his videos that were in like direct violation of their terms of service. Yeah. Uh, and they waffled and they were like, we, we don't, what the, hold on. Let me look at, let me look up the statement. Yeah. It seems, it's funny because YouTube, it's like, remember the movie fight club when he's explaining what his job was to a girl, he's to a woman. He was like, I go investigate car accidents and then I look at how often this car accident's going to happen, and if the company's going to get sued 
more than it would cost to do a recall, they'll do a recall. But if it's going to cost less to just pay off the people who get hurt, then they'll do that. That's kind of like what YouTube is doing where it's like, and Twitter and Facebook yeah, and all have, these huge social media They have properties. these like rules that you're supposed to like lend yourself to. But what they do is they'll be like, will this person make me more money than we will lose money by people lashing back at this person? Because YouTube, Twitter and Facebook aren't banning everybody who's breaking the rules. They're only banning people who are getting flagged by other users enough so that they realize they're like, well, if we don't ban them, then we'll look like the bad guy. Well, that's exactly what happened here. So uh, initially, YouTube has chosen to not take action uh, against right-wing video personality Steven Crowder after Vox host Carlos Maza posted clips of Crowder repeatedly harassing him with derogatory anti-gay and racist statements. Um which ultimately resulted in Crowder fans uh, basically doxing this guy and posting his uh, cell phone number on the internet. And then he got like a zillion text messages from shitheads. Um, so this guy went directly to YouTube and he was like, hey, like, here's the timestamps in the fucking videos of yeah. this guy, like, making all these derogatory and defamatory statements. Uh and YouTube was basically like, our team spent the last few days conducting an in-depth review of the video's flight toss, and while we found language that was clearly hurtful, the videos as posted don't violate our policies. Uh, as an open platform, it's crucial to us, which is this fucking bullshit reason that all these places trot out when they're like, when you're like, hey, you're, you're providing a platform for people to like, spread hate speech and yeah. say this really fucking awful shit. And they're always like, we're an open platform and we care about free speech. They don't fucking care about free speech. None of these places care about free speech. They care about making money. And to make money, they need uh, a handful of like really active racists be able to yeah. like visit their site and promote their shit to other racists. Um, well, and another thing too is... YouTube's not lost on the fact that if everybody hates this guy who has these videos, people will go watch all the videos because, and then you're still seeing the advertising. You're still putting your eyeballs behind this guy. So they only count views. They don't count views for and views against. They're not like, well, these people like 20 million people viewed this guy, but 10 million didn't really enjoy what he said. So we're only going to count it as 10 million. They're like 20 million views. Yeah, well, 20 million views and 20 million ad views and 20 million clicks yeah. and 20 million dollars flowing into YouTube's pockets from advertisers. Um, so uh, there after this guy like shared this exchange with YouTube online, there was this huge fucking outcry. And sure enough, YouTube came to their senses and did the right thing because they suddenly started caring about yeah. people facing anti-game. Just kidding. They didn't give a fuck. They realized that uh, enough people would be angry about this that it might actually cost them more money than to keep hosting Steven Crowder on YouTube. So they cut yeah. him off. Um, just like a wake-up call for everyone who posts on like Twitter or YouTube or Facebook, none of these places give a shit about you. They yeah. will tell you that they do, and they will tell you that they're committed to like free speech and ensuring an open platform and uh, encouraging debate between alternative viewpoints, but they they care about making money. That's that's it. My favorite and, thing is they're always like, 
yeah, we care about free speech and we just want people to feel good about our platform and stuff. And then people are like, well, you have like this duty for the public good. And they're like, oh, actually, we're a private company. We don't really have to abide by the rules set for public uh, broadcasting and all that stuff. So they like they're dancing both parts of the line whenever it suits their purpose. I mean, they are private companies. So whenever someone trots out the like, whenever people get all indignant when someone gets deplatformed or suspended, um, it's they're acting like it's somehow written into the U.S. Constitution that like everyone is guaranteed free and equal access to a fucking social media platform, yeah. which is not. It's like not true. Free speech, not you. You're like guaranteed to have YouTube, an, an audience forever. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, there was actually a great quote that I took from. Uh, there is a uh, uh, blogger named Pope Hat. He's a legal blogger, but he had this quote uh, from a falling out he had with one of his co-bloggers a while ago because the guy was just like a right-wing racist shithead. Um, uh, I'll just... Read it. Alternatively, I suppose... smart voice reading. Alternatively, I suppose you could... Is that smart? That's yeah. Got it. Yeah. You like yeah. that? You like I can the, feel it. You like the reading voice, Dan? I like the reading do voice. Do you like the reading voice, listeners? I, I do. <laughs> uh, Why'd al- you stop? Alternatively, <laughs> are you are you, jer- are you jerking no, off right no. now? Dale, what are you doing? They can't hear that. Alternatively, <laughs> I suppose you could characterize it as a sincere but pathetic pathology of the alt-right. The conceit that their freedom of speech entitles them to be liked free of criticism, subsidized, welcomed warmly on the private platforms of people who find them repugnant, and generally granted special dispensation from anyone else's exercise of free speech or free association. Um, Dispensation? Dispensation. Such a good word. Fuck! Um, So this is basically like, yeah, whenever they they respond to um, being deplatformed, like, that's that's basically it. Like, you are not... Guaranteed, and this goes for the 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 left as well, right? Like, it's not mm-hmm. if you're if you're a shithead engaging in shitty behavior online, yeah, you can't just like cry free speech and fucking hide behind that and act like you're entitled to an audience on any of these platforms. Yeah, exactly. And another thing too is a lot of these comp companies are international, so like Canada doesn't have a rule doesn't have a law for free speech. And I know some European countries don't. So sometimes these companies will use that as a loophole to get around the like free speech, like where they're like, oh, you can't kick us off for saying this because we have free speech. And then YouTube could be go back and be like, actually, we're an international company. So we have we broadcast to countries that don't have the same rights and freedoms that we do. They just have some like bastardized little brother kind of version of it like Canada does. So you can't say this on YouTube. Well, yeah, it's funny. You'll even see like companies like, uh, you know, Twitter or yeah. Facebook or YouTube uh, or Google, I guess, because they own YouTube. Tri- whoa, 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 whoa. You didn't tell me we we're attacking Google here. Too too far? Too- are they going to deplatform us? Uh, I think if Google deplatforms you, you're just dead. Yeah, you don't exist. That's anymore. like they're like. 
<laughs> That's like their mob hit. They're like, yeah, can you guys go uh, deplatform this guy? <laughs> no longer exists. And then you're like, you're okay, we'll just to the go buy shovels and tarps and go deplatform this guy. Um, they fucking, yeah, they'll, they'll trip over their own decks to partner with the government in China, which does not believe in free speech at yeah. all, just so they can get a piece of the pie there. So, like, come on, man. Nobody cares about free speech. Especially yeah. not me. Especially not Google. Like, I don't give a fuck if you get to say hateful shit on the internet. I think free speech was a mistake. I, yeah. I am in favor of oppressive governments uh, restricting people saying dumb shit because then I have to hear less dumb shit. Yeah. Dale, and thoughts? When they made, when the, like, founding fathers or whatever made, like, people should have free speech, they forgot to say... People should get free speech unless they're being a dickhead. Then they don't get free speech. Yeah. I mean, when the founding fathers were like, hey, everyone has has the the right to free speech. It was like, okay, well, what's this guy going to do with his free speech? Like if you just stand (laughs) in a field and yell really loud, maximum 10 people might hear you. Uh, And now we have all these dipshits with audiences of millions of people online. And I think the founding fathers would look at that and be like, they're like, how many people are going to hear him from a soapbox? Like they didn't even have bullhorns back then. They're just like, yeah, free speech. What are you going to do? Roll up a piece of paper and scream in the town square. (laughs) Idiots. Yeah. (laughs) Jokes on us, I guess. They're like free speech. That'll keep the government in check. (laughs) Do you want to take a break? Yeah. Let's, should we take a break? Yeah. I'm going to go exercise some free speech. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to roll up a piece of paper yeah, and just scream just out your y- window? Yell off my balcony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the eighth floor! <laughs> Bitches! Uh, we'll be right back. Into the heat. Soft guts waving on the vulture. Come and get the meat. Insert you We're back. Back with the English accent again. You know why? Cause, cause Stop we, resisting. Oh, relax your arm. We, we didn't finish with Trump. We thought we were finished with Trump. Well, I just wanted to say there you was... You hoped we were finished with Trump. I'm not finished. Oh, I, I am going to Washington, D.C. To uh, see Trump? This weekend. Shake his, if you met Trump, would you shake his hand? Yeah. Or would you be like, you, sir, are an animal? I, no. I don't, that's a great question, actually. How would I react? I would be like, I would shake his hand, and I'd be like, I don't agree with some of your policies, but those were some great zingers. I would honestly probably be like, you look shitty in a tux, because <laughs> holy fuck. So now I understand why Trump just like wraps himself in these suits that look like gowns, because... Because, uh, yeah, you don't want people to know you're fat. Yeah, You want a- people to say... He's probably fat because that's why he suits so so. I mean, he's clear. He's clearly fat, but like, you don't want people to know for sure. Like, if you're fat and you wear a tight shirt, people are like, "That guy's fat." But if you're fat and you wear a loose shirt, people are like, "That guy's fat." (laughs) There's a difference. (laughs) At least he's not accentuating his fatness. Yes, I think too. It's like if you wear like a pillowy clothes, people are like. Oh, that guy's not comfortable with his body, maybe. And it's like that one second of hesitation. You're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't rip into him. But if there's like, you see a fat guy and they're just like skin tight walking around like they don't care. You're like, I got to say something. Yeah. 
Because yeah. then you're like, oh, that guy's comfortable with his fatness. So if yeah. I'm like, yo, you're fat, he'll be like, thank you. You, you, you shouldn't do that. Yo, tummy. Never, never tell someone they're fat. That's never. Is it okay to body shame the president of the United States of America? Depends why you're body shaming him. Well, if you're like Trump. I see what you did there, and uh, I think drinking however many Diet Cokes you do and eating your ketchup with a steak that. under it is probably bad for your health, and I think you're going to get some cardiac problems here or there. But if you just say, yo, you're fat with the only specific reason of hurting his feelings, then that's bad. But if you're trying to do it like, say, like a criticism sandwich where you're like, I like your spray tan, you're fat, good job wearing the loose suits, <laughs> then it's okay. Like a compliment masquerading as an insult or vice versa. An no, insult like masquerading as a compliment. Genuine compliment, insult, genuine compliment. Not backhanded in compliments because those are just sneaky insults. I see why you wear the fat guy suits because you're really fat, Donald Trump. That's a backhanded compliment. Fuck. Anyway, my whole point for this was that I'm going to Washington, D.C. this week, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the U.S. is now requiring people to disclose their uh, social media handles if they're, like, applying for a visa to enter the country. So. Free followers! I just want to say that I greatly admire and respect both the United States of America and the ruling class in power and the president of the United States. Who, rich so, people? Yeah, they all, yeah, clearly rich people. Yeah, I mean, poor's doing. We all love rich people. There's a reason we all want to be rich people. It's not because it looks like a terrible thing to do. Like, everybody sees rich people and they either hate them or love them. And both come from the same thing. They're not rich and they want to be rich. Like, if you hate rich people, you're like, fuck, why can't I be rich? But if you love rich people, you're like, oh, I wish I was rich. What if I wish I was rich, but I dislike rich people because they exploit the poor and they're just like generally shitty and don't make the world a better place? Well, I don't I don't want to burst your bubble, Derek, but there's pretty much no way to get rich this late in our lives without taking advantage of the poor. I mean... If you would have done it way earlier and invested, or I guess you could win the lottery. Yeah, or you can like invest in a company that exploits the poor, and then I'm doing it indirectly, right? Yeah. Oh, if we're not counting indirectly, then you can definitely do yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Like if like, I want to invest in a company that turns homeless people into food, that would be okay. Because I'm just investing, right? I'm just like, oh, I'm putting my money out there. In the hopes that it turns into more money for yeah. me. And, you know, if a few homeless people get eaten along the way, that's not on me. I didn't make that decision. I am against this. Huh? Because I think huh? homeless people would taste terrible. Huh? They're so lean. Yeah, but they've just been... It's like the whole grass-fed cow thing. Like, you don't want a cow that's, like, done drugs and barely survived and almost starved and had, like crazy weird chemically food what you want is a cow that's been fed grass i.e a person who's had a well-balanced 
low protein. Well, not low protein, but low carnivore diet. Because if you get too much carnivore, then you're going to be gaming. Yeah, dude. Homeless people. Yeah. Probably eating grass. What else are they going to eat? That's true. I mean, grass is free. You can find it anywhere. How about this? We turn the homeless people into food. But after six months of fixing their diet and making their meat taste good again. How about this? Yeah. We start a shell corporation. Yeah. We build uh, subsidized housing for homeless people. Yeah. We bring a bunch of homeless people in. Yeah. Turns out it's actually like a feeding pen. Okay. We just have like a field full of grass and they're not allowed to eat anything else. Yeah. We keep them there for a year. Yeah. Let them detox. Yeah. Feed them full of grass. Yeah. Kill them and sell them for food. Okay. Even not kill them ourselves, because that would be morally wrong. Yeah, then we'd be the bad guys. Right. We just sell them to someone else who will kill them and yeah. turn them into food. Okay. I'm on board. Because then we're doing we're doing the right thing because we're helping these people, we're putting them in homes. Yeah. We're helping them to clean up their lives. Yeah. We're feeding them. Yeah. Grass. Yeah. Lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, All the grass you can eat. But and then more. And then, and then after they're rehabilitated, yeah, we sell them. Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, like that. there's got to be a way that's, around that's that. That's where you get hung up because when you say sell them, it makes it sound. It reduces human beings to property. Yeah, we, which we all are. We just don't talk about it. Like we're all different prop we're you know we're not property we're more resources we're a renewable resource for corporations we're not the property of corporations no. that's ridiculous we're like corporations when we were little children they planted seeds in us like through television like commercials and just basically building our commercialism and our consumerism from the age of like five on. And then they waited 30 years until we finally had disposable yeah. income that we could spend on their shitty product. Yeah. They're like, avoid they're lives. looking at me and they're like, oh shit, I thought this tree died. I thought that <laughs> withered away and died. I didn't think it would ever have a disposable income. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, just give them some cheap shit. Maybe we'll start them slow. Yeah. They're like, oh, we thought this guy was going to be an artist. We were never going to see a return on our advertising dollars like, there. Oh, he was just—he was just poor. He wasn't an artist that whole time. Odd. He just had shitty jobs. Okay. All right. Um, let's send him a link for a credit card and an Amazon Prime account, and then we'll give him. We'll get him. I don't have. I was going to be like, aren't you the guy who has to carry around a cardboard box with your address <laughs> on it to pick up Amazon <laughs> deliveries? Like, I did not that know that you had a prime. So we just have to figure out a way to turn former homeless people into money. Derek, I feel bad. Them. I can't do it. I feel bad. I know we were joking about I it. Do. Let's just. I'll find another business partner. See, let's just stick to the animals. Like we take homeless animals that are out feral in the woods we bring them in, we domesticate them, we make them slow and dumb, and then we eat them. Not people, cows and pigs and chickens. That's what we do it. Not people, let alone homeless people, just homeless cows. You're not even slyly winking at me right now. Why? 
Oh. Oh. Derek! Homeless. Homeless cows. Cows. And pigs. And chickens. Not fish, though, because I have gout. So, <laughs> fish can stay homeless. Fish, you're safe from me. Uh, hey, speaking of eating animals, do you want to do, do you want to do your thing here? Oh, yeah. Your- so, what happened was... Uh, back to us talking about people being outraged. There was a, a photo posted on, I think it was whale underscore love on Instagram. And it was a killer whale with a seal in its mouth. And some people are like, oh, this is awesome. This is nature in its purest form. I'm glad you show this. And some people were like, why would you show me this violence? I don't need to see this. And it kind of erupted into, uh, and then people took it to a more drastic level because people are people and it's the internet. So some people were like, well, if you eat cows, you should be able to see this stuff because you're killing cows and you're taking homeless people off the street and feeding them grass so you should see a whale eat a seal and you shouldn't be able to tell me to feel guilty about it. And then there's this whole thing. And Instagram does have like... uh, what would you call that? Like what? sensitivity filter or yeah, something. Where, where it's like, but that's only if there's like, like with, they have it with animals too. It's like if, like we were just looking at nature is metal, which has a post of like a warthog look like it ripped a monkey in half and you could see the whole thing. That one was a little unnerving because of the, you know. Monkeys are our ancestors. Yeah. And it looked like just like a human head hanging out of its mouth. And I think that was one of the ones we had earlier talked about having sex with. The Yeah. Because it was one of the small cute monkeys. Right. But anyways. Uh, I want to clarify that we didn't want to have sex with it because it was small and cute. Oh, I meant we wa- if it was the same size as Right. Us, but it was still... As attractive as it is. Wait, are we allowed to say monkeys are attractive? I think that's, yeah, because of the similarities Did between... Did I just get you banned from going to Washington when they like, they're like, what's your user handle? Do you, do you think they ask if people have podcasts? They're like, welcome to our country. Do you have a podcast? They're not going to listen to, I mean, they should, but they're not going to listen to every episode of this. To- or they're just like, age, uh, 38. Oh, white, Race, white, white male? Oh, uh, yeah, you have a podcast. You definitely have a podcast. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I just know you have one. Have you made any disparaging remarks about our president or talked about fucking small, <laughs> cute monkeys? <laughs> so anyways, the way it is now is like that picture of that warthog goring the monkey. Yeah. I had to click on something to see it. And then you get to be like, oh, God, I saw this gore. Now I feel bad, but it's my fault for clicking. The seal and the whale, they didn't. I mean, the seal whale one, it wasn't particularly gory. The seal's still alive. Oh, yeah, that's if, the reason. Like, you can't see any gore or any blood. That's why there's no click-through thing. Because it doesn't look like it's violence. Like, it just looks like a whale's holding a seal in its mouth. You only know the whale's going to eat the seal because orcas are fucking demons and they eat everything, and they don't have any predators because they're fucking evil. Basically raccoons of the sea. Yeah, basically. Like, they eat sharks and blue whales. Like, if that's not it, I don't know. That's uh, just fucking terrible. You get that, like, the, the seal is looking up at the camera. Yeah. Like, it knows how fucked it is. Uh, Somebody was saying it might be a still from a video, so they pro- the person who posted it, like, I imagine the seal wasn't looking at people. I imagine that... 
it was probably flopping around and they paused it where it was looking up just to like get the most emotional response. And it is unnerving that it looks like it's making eye contact being like, well, I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And everyone who saw that picture felt bad because they couldn't save that adorable seal. Somebody posted like in the comments, there was like, when I looked, there's 230 comments and they were like both on each sides. And one of them was like, now I got to kill orca whales to save seals. I think the argument that like, Oh, you eat meat. You should be able to like, See a seal getting eaten by a whale is a weird one. Like, yeah, because like, I mean, we cows and we murder them humanely. Like we built up the this way to kill them as quick as possible so they don't feel pain. We don't set a fucking animal loose in their pen to tear them apart and then be like, well, we eat it. We might as well watch them get ripped apart. Yeah. Like we don't let lions kill them and then we eat them. Well, that would, I mean, be a very inefficient way of killing them. And it probably wouldn't leave a lot of delicious meat for us to eat because the lions would just like rip it apart. Yeah. Uh, but I think the argument that like, hey, this is fucking nature. Like, sorry, fuckheads. This is yeah. This is ri-. like that's the argument I would make. Is like, okay, well, like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, like this is the world you live in. Like, yeah, whales I mean, eat seals. I mean, I guess if your if your Instagram name is whale love, <laughs> you're going in there expecting to see like hearts and home like holistic recipes for like what essential oil will draw the wonders of nature to your boat so you can see them more and like have all this like hippie bullshit about how we're one with nature and how we can talk to whales and shit. You're not expecting to see a killer whale eating a seal. I mean, that's very like pro whale propaganda. The account isn't called seal love. It's (laughs) called whale love. So like, yeah, it's going to be on the side of the whale, which if you're a whale lover and you see a whale eating a seal, you're probably yeah. like, fucking sweet. Yeah, you're probably like, oh, that killer whale's going to have a full tum-tum tonight. <laughs> Good job, boy. A full tum-tum. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> seal's not going to fill up a killer whale. It's probably like half full because seals are small and whales are very big. I, I feel like a seal. Do you think a seal? I think, yeah, a seal will probably fill it up. I imagine, yeah, because there's no way a killer whale has to eat more than one seal every day. Otherwise, they would just all starve to death. I mean, they probably would eat more than one seal. And also, it's like these nature people who are complaining about this, it's like they've never watched a nature documentary. Because every time I watch a nature documentary, they're all like, Oh, this fucking little animal is going to get ripped apart, but you like the bigger one right now, so that's good. Like, I can clearly remember seeing a killer whale grab a seal and, like, toss it in the air and then, like, toss it to his buddies and bat it around on, like, nature documentaries. Has not everybody seen those? I think I I know the exact video that, or a video, I've seen a similar thing. And if you're a type of person who follows... I thought he was just playing with the seal. I thought they were Well, he was. He was playing with them, and then he eats them. Oh. They're like cats. They're like the cats of the sea. You know how, like, cats will catch a mouse, and they'll let it go just so they can, like, catch it again? Just to fuck with it? Because they're, like, sociopaths? Yeah. Those are killer... Killer whales are, like, house cats of the sea. 
and I'm a dog person. Yeah, you're not making me a killer whale fan, right? Whereas now. blue whales are like the dogs of the sea because they're awesome, they're full of mystery, and they don't catch things. They're and loyal. Like let them go just to catch them again. Yeah. And if you throw a stick, guaranteed a blue whale will bring it back to you. I mean, I don't have any proof of this, but <laughs> it's a belief I, I hold very firmly. I forgot what I was going to say after before that. Uh, nature? Oh, yeah. If you're the type of person who would follow an uh, Instagram person like Whale Love, I'd imagine you're also the type who watches nature documentaries. Because if you love nature, wouldn't you want to watch documentaries about nature? <laughs> I mean, if you follow Whale Love and you haven't seen something narrated by David Attenborough, what are you even doing with your life? Do you follow Whale Love? Is that... No. I just... Somebody was... Oh, Andrea showed me. She was like, people are freaking out about this picture. Does Andrea follow Whale Love? I don't think so. I think she just saw someone mention... It was like probably one of those things where like clickbaity things because Andrea shares my problem with clickbait where you'll just be like, people are freaking out about this Instagram picture. You're like, oh, let me see that. Click. And it's like not even Kim Kardashian. So you're like, oh, that's good. Because usually that's all. What are you looking at? Whale love. Yeah. So that's the picture. What else do they have? What are their other posts? Uh, you know, just nice picture. Orca lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic. Uh, yeah, not sure how I feel about that. Ah, there's just pictures of, like whale pods. There's a picture of a whale tail. There's pictures of whales jumping. That is definitely the only picture of a whale feeding. Hmm. Yeah, but I feel like if you really love whales, you should acknowledge that they. Oh yeah, especially orcas. Because orcas fucking. Eat bunches of shit or like eat a lot of animals. So, uh, are, are, are we done with the whale thing? Yeah, I'm just staring into this seal's eyes. <laughs> oh, you, you're just feeling bad about <laughs> well, yourself. Poor guy, dude. Yeah, it's like your life's over, bro. That's tough. I mean, seals aren't really guilt free either. They're kind of evil and they like eat lots of fish and they like torment each other and stuff aren't seals rapists as well uh mm, i'm not sure i know otters are rapists and otters rape seals i think i remember seeing a post about a seal raping a penguin then we're fine yeah kill all the seals if you feel bad about a killer wet he's probably just he's probably like a police officer of the sea he saw that seal raping a penguin so he's like well i gotta punish you (laughs) i like how we're like okay well a seal raped a penguin so uh, kill all the seals. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're both white dudes, and if we apply that logic to anything, it's like, oh, a white guy raped someone, so you and I probably deserve to die. No, Derek, we choose to ignore all of history, which is white people ruining the white, world. White men specifically. Slowly, specifically but steadily. White men. Yeah, white, white men ruining everything for everyone who's not a white man. Uh, speaking of Happy Pride Month, because it's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we should Which talk about this because... Because the fucking... So Vancouver, where I've yeah. spent like the last 13 years of my life, yeah. celebrates Pride in August. Mm-hmm. But like literally everywhere else on the planet, 
celebrates Pride in the month of June. I think um, Vancouver probably started celebrating Pride and Pride, the Pride Parade and stuff before there was an official Pride Month. Makes sense. Because I feel like Pride Month is maybe within the last decade and a half. I don't think that Pride Month has been an official month more than 15 years. I could be wrong because I have been known to be wrong about some stuff and I might be wrong about this. Uh, LGBT Pride Month. Uh, Does it say when it started? I don't know. Wow, it's... um. Wait, go up. It says as of 2017. What was Plans that? were advancing by the state of New York to host in 2019 the largest international celebration of LGBT pride. So that's oh, we got to go to New York. Oh, wait, go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. Uh, annual reminders. So, well, it says June was chosen because of uh, to commemorate the Stonewall riots, uh, which happened in June 1969 in Manhattan. Oh, I can't even make a 69 joke because that's so bad. You can't do it. That's um, 80s and 90s Stonewall Riot commemorations, uh, LGBT Pride Month. Yeah, it doesn't really say when it started. Oh, two presidents of the United States have officially declared a Pride Month. First, President Bill Clinton dis- declared June Gay and Lesbian Pride Month in 1999 and 2000. Then for 2009 and 2016, each year he was in office, President Barack Obama declared June LGBT. BT Pride Month. Oh, so 20 years. I was wrong. Uh, Donald Trump became the first Republican president to acknowledge LGBT Pride Month in 2019, uh, but he did so through tweeting rather than an official proclamation. Does one nice thing. Now you got to take back everything we said bad about him on the podcast. In case U.S. border agents are listening to this, yeah. I personally have never said anything bad about Donald Trump. That is my co-host, Dale DeRuder, who should be barred from entering your country ever for life. I mean, to clarify, you've only insulted his clothing. I've only insulted his... um, Also his big fat body. The way he... And his tiny hands. His ideals and... Okay, now I'm starting to lose words. Whatever the word I said before, his... uh, Fucking existence rules and stuff, his diplomacy and shit like that, the way he interacts with the world around him. Or, yeah, any other human being. How about that? I don't hate Trump. I just dislike the way he interacts with the world around him. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice way of putting it. I mean, his physical corporal being, eh, whatever. But yeah, that's the one thing that bugs me. It's like people are like, oh, Trump's fat. He's got a small dick. It's like, yeah, who cares? That has nothing to do with anything. I mean, the t- so the other thing about him and it talks. Yeah. Is, see, remember how when he was running for president, there was that thing about how, like, how tiny his hands were? Oh, and yeah. And how if you talked about how tiny his hands were, he got really upset about it? Yeah. Okay, wait, I got to pull up this tux picture. Yeah, because that's like a dick. It's like a crack in someone's dick. You say, well, they have small hands, and then it's because... They have small. It's like they said that a person with big hands has a big penis. Okay, but like, look, look at how tiny his hands look in this fucking tux. Wait. Yeah. Oh, that's what people were. That's I saw him posted in that picture. I'm like, 
Yeah, it just looks like he's in London. Look at this. Yeah. I mean, so what if he has a small dick? That doesn't make him a bad person. It just small, makes him... small dick there. I don't care about his dick size. Well, that's why the small hands thing matter. Because nobody gives a fuck about small hands. I would give a fuck about having small... Like, look how disproportionate they are compared to the rest of his body. Yeah, he has small hands. He looks hands. like a cartoon character. Yeah, he has small hands. I mean... If he wasn't going to be president, he probably would have been stuck being a carny or a cab driver. <laughs> but that's besides the point. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the size of his hands would really affect the, his diplomacy. That was the word I was thinking of before. Diplomacy. But I think, anyways. Yeah, like I don't really feel like the bigger your hands are, the better of a president you are. I think the shitty way you act is how good you are as a president. Well, it just bugs me because for like however long we've been hearing like don't bully people, don't fat shame people. You can't really attack someone for their physical being because some stuff they can't handle. And then everybody's like, oh, hey, Trump has a small dick. And you're like, well, yeah, way to go. I didn't even think of the small dick thing. I just thought he had like weird. Well, it was less like it started as the small hands. And then as people got braver and more insulting because they're like, they're like, if I say he has small hands, he'll just stop being a terrible person and become a good president. And then he didn't. And they're like, well, if I insult him worse and talk about how his hair probably isn't his hair and it's probably a comb over, then he'll stop being bad. And then I'll get the stuff I want. And then that didn't work. So I think part like, of the reason and on like, this isn't to like excuse how shitty people are yeah. to him, but you look at the behavior the man himself models and you oh, don't yeah. you don't feel bad about that. Like it's oh, like no. the shittiest, dumbest bully in elementary school. If someone yeah. like dunks on that kid, it makes him feel like a fucking asshole or a piece of shit. Yeah. Everyone's gonna cheer because that kid's an asshole. Yeah, but the thing is like during the election, he was making during the primaries mostly, he was making fun of the other Republican candidates and Everybody was like, what the fuck? You can't just insult people at debates and expect your points to win. And then he won and people were like, oh, fuck. So now when you're insulting Trump and expecting that to help you win a debate, you're kind of just like reinforcing the shitty tactics he used to appeal to the lowest common Oh, we're done. We are done with civility and politics now. Yeah. Like that's fucking – so the, the, that was the one thing that the – Trump winning the election kind of like ushered in for yeah. for Western civilization. It was like now the shittier you can be to people, and we see this playing out all the time. Yeah, even in Canada where we're like we're notoriously polite. Yeah, like we are recognized around the world, probably mocked actually for how polite <laughs> we are. Oh, we are mocked. Um, and like even in Canadian politics now, it's like we're seeing this brand of populism creep in where it's just like I'm a man of the people just like you look at all the shitty things I'm going to say about it's like there's there's no they don't want civil discourse now yeah. they want like insults and fucking oh uh, yeah because that's what the people want like hopefully this will make people realize be like oh this is just a popularity contest and most people are jerks and now that we're telling them that they don't have to be ashamed of it, they're just going to vote for whatever person is the most crazy and full of antics. Like, 
thank God there's no Trump running in Canada or the equivalent. There, give it like two more elections. There will be. I mean, oh, yeah. we did. We had fucking what's his name? Doug Ford. Well, in that's Ontario. provincial, though. Yeah, but he's still. Yeah, he still won. If you don't think that guy's gear enough for an eventual run for prime minister, oh, that's that's a good point. Like, yeah, how long does his? When did he get elected? Last last year. So four four years as premier. So with that, that'd be twenty two. So he at when's our next election? Twenty or twenty one? Twenty. Our next election is this year. So nineteen. Yeah. So he can run earliest... 2023. Yeah. Yeah, which he will. Or he could go be premier again. No, that guy's got his... He's got his eyes on... Uh, That's a good point. And I think he's just thrashing and burning. Like, he'll... He's pissing off everybody in Toronto so that he won't get... Or in Ontario. So he won't get reelected in Ontario. But it'll be... Not enough people will see all the shit that he's done firsthand to still elect him. Even if they do, none of none of that shit matters anymore. Like politics is in a weird place right now. In that, although I will say it's fucking so. um, And this is part of the reason Trump's going to get reelected is because the U.S. economy is just fucking like flooring it right now. Like they're doing so good. It's like lowest unemployment in fifty years. Yeah. so the economy is is doing extremely well. Whether that has to, I mean, it probably has to do at least a little with with Trump administration policies. Um, well, I think his whole "fuck it, we want money, forget about dance, pussyfooting it around," and like as much as people hate it, his like throwing tariffs around and fucking like his whole beef with China, how they had all these like retaliatory moves on each other. And Canada, like his protectionism of the United States economy has actually been surprisingly good for the United States economy. So maybe that's a lesson for other countries is like, stop worrying about uh, trade and, and free trade and globalism and start worrying more about, although not all other countries have like the manufacturing power of the United States. Like if Canada tried to pull that shit, we have a much smaller population uh, I oh, don't we'd think, be fucked. I don't think we buy as many... We don't buy or produce as many consumer goods. So without no. trading with other countries, specifically the United States, we wouldn't yeah, have an economy. And as B- BC's biggest resource is tourism, and so you can't really fuck with that. Well, we can't really. Maybe Alberta, who has... You and I personally Alberta. cannot fuck with that. No, because... Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I kind of find it in some weird kind of way... It's enlightening that we're at the point – it's kind of bad still, but we're at the point where we're like, all right, let's all stop fucking pretending. We're just going to be who we are and we're going to say what we like and we're going to vote on that. We're not going to pretend we're pretentious or say we have these high ideals. We're just going to do what we want and that will fucking play. So like like Trump being president, he's all like, this is who I am, brr, brr, brr. And like of course – to a point, it's fake and a persona, but it's more realistic of an actual person than, say, Barack Obama, who was, like, super studious, probably the best speaking American president we've had in a long time. I'm trying to think back of who was better at giving speeches than Obama. I mean, Reagan was... 
Yeah. Pretty good. That's that's a wild – yeah. So it's like you go from that and like I loved Obama because he like – he just seemed like a super cool guy. He did good speeches but he was still like bombing the Middle East and he was still doing all that other shit that he was pretending he wasn't and like dealing with whistleblowers and all that stuff. So it's not good that we have Trump as their president. It's good that we have – we're at a point where we're like, all right. It's all out in the open now. We should probably do something about it. So, yeah, we've, we've kind of seen, like, two things rising uh, in parallel with each other. Yeah. So uh, the gap between the rich and poor is widening. Yeah. Uh, poor people are – I mean, there's a growing population of poor people who can't afford education, mm-hmm. who – are basically just like resigned to being poor and forgive me for saying so, but dumb their entire lives. And those people want a politician who they feel speaks to them. Yeah. So you have a guy like Barack Obama who is like super fucking educated and very smart. And like, so along with the rise of like this growing population of, of poor people who are just destined to be poor their entire Mm -hmm. lives, you have uh, this like breed of, of populism and politicians who are running to appeal to those people. Yeah. So and I know people trot out this example a lot and they have a fucking ton ever since Trump announced he was running, but it's like the Mike judge, uh, movie. Oh, uh, idiocracy. idiocracy. Yeah. But that's like legitimately where we're headed. Like people want like, uh, what's it like Camacho Camacho or something. Yeah. The president. <laughs> like that's, People are going to keep getting dumber. Yeah. Uh, and education is going to be more unattainable to them. And more yeah. and more people are going to slide into that, like, that body of the population. Mm-hmm. And they are going to elect people. Yeah. Who are, who are either uh, like them or can pretend to be like them. Yeah. And so... What are we going to do with like we're at this point where we're looking at a future problem, which is idiocracy, where dumb people kind of like the dumb people kind of pull all the smart people down with them. Or we can try to get education more affordable and make changes like that. Yeah, but that's already fucked because you have uh – At least in the United States, because you have people like Bernie Sanders who come out and are like, oh, yeah, hey, let's make education free for people so that we can all get educated and all be smarter. Like a rising tide lifts all boats Uh, and uh, all the dumb people are just like, that's socialism. Why would we (laughs) want that? Uh, So they're fucked. Like, that's never going to happen. Education is never going to be affordable for the like average person in the United States. Yeah. Uh, so basically I think at this point we just like admit that the rich people have won. Yeah. Uh, and you and I will try to become rich. Yeah. Because we don't want to be the smart people amongst dumb people. We want to be the dumb people amongst smart people. Yeah. So if we can get rich enough to get into like that upper tier. Maybe even just, like, the tail end of the upper tier. Just, like, kind of like the lower upper wall. Because they're getting rid of the middle class. Yeah, middle class is good. So if we could just, like, make up that, like, sliver of the middle class that will remain. Yeah, like, just, like, bottom end of what's left of the middle class. I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
New Life Goals. All right. Uh, and we can get there through you, <laughs> dear listener, donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash outreach factory. Oh, hey, you. remember before when I was all talking about how there's no way to get rich without taking advantage of poor people and being a terrible person? Are you going to call our listeners? Poor? No, I was going to say if our beautiful listeners want to prove me wrong and say and show that you can become a rich person by spreading peace and love and shooting rainbows out your fingertips because of Pride Month, that by giving nice. us nice a whole bunch of money into our Patreon account and then we become rich, we get they get the lesson that you can become rich by just spreading goodness into the world. I'm going to paraphrase what Dale's saying. If you don't give us money for this podcast, we are going to kill homeless people for food. Shit. Shit. Did I fuck um, that up? No. Because yours was much this more is positive. Good because I get half the people who have good, clean hearts, <laughs> and you get all the other people who, which is the bigger half, which are done pretending they have good hearts. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Have some money. I don't care about homeless people. Okay. So. All right. So we got them all. That's 100% of our audience. 100% of our audience is either good people or people who will kill homeless people for food. I think that covers everybody. Yeah. There are two types of people in this world. (laughs) I was just thinking of that at work. I'm like, I love those because you can say that about anything. There's two types of people in the world. The people who will kill homeless people for food and the people who won't. I mean, that statistically, it's true, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you think that would cover people in this world? They have an opinion on killing homeless people for food. Yeah. So which camp do you fall into? Exactly. Prove it by, if you're not in this camp, <laughs> pitch a dollar to our Patreon. If you are in this camp, pitch $2 for our Patreon, and then we'll be able to tell who wins. Yeah, or if you are in this camp, donate to our Patreon. And if you aren't in this camp, donate to our Patreon, and we'll look at the donations Yeah. Uh, and learn absolutely nothing, but we'll have money for things. Yeah. All right. I like things. Cool. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I didn't do a mailbag this week because I have to fucking pack to go to Washington, D.C. tomorrow. So I have to uh, go to Washington. I'm going to Washington, D.C. I get to show a border guard my fucking Twitter handle and maybe he'll follow me or maybe he won't let me in the country. Who knows? Oh, there's two types of people in the world. People who will let Derek into the U.S. <laughs> and people who won't. Hoping it's the latter. Uh, all right. Thanks for tuning in. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. Unless you're a border guard, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Herder. I'm your co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. And if you are a border guard, feel free because I pretty much only post pictures of art I did and dad jokes. That's about it. Both of which are pretty good. Yeah. I like your ice cream logo, by the way. That was good. <laughs> well, fuck it. Let's get that. Yeah. I was like, every t- I did that because it's like you look at you, like somebody's like, let's go for ice cream. And you're like, and then your head, you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm kind of trying to watch our calories. And then the other side of your head's like, fuck it. Let's just get fat. Yeah. It's so much easier. The other half is like, fucking ice cream. Let's yeah. do it. Fat people get to eat all the good food they want. Skinny people have to pretend it's gross. Let's be fat. If you want to be fat, <laughs> donate money. To our page. Uh, follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook at whatever.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. We're now on Spotify. Oh, yeah. You can find us there. If uh, 
you don't want to download us and you don't want people to see your history, just go to Spotify and search us out, Outrage Factory. Uh, Wherever. They, they have all the episodes up there, they right? They do have every episode right. ever published. Or you could go to iTunes, or you could go to Simplecast. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us out. It helps other people find our podcast. It helps other people hear the magic that comes out of our mouths every week. Uh, we already did the donation thing. It feels petty to ask again. So Yeah, I think we pretty much beat that into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We beat that horse so much that Instagram would have a little like censored picture on it that you'd have to click on it to see how much we beat the horse of our Patreon into the ground. Nice callback. All right. All right. Until next week. Stay angry.